Hello baseball fans, welcome back to Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. We are back with the penultimate game of the regular season here, game number 13, on a chilly, breezy, but decent enough, somewhat sunny Sunday afternoon, the 28th of February, 2021. I'm back here in the booth with my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. How are you doing, sir? And uh, are you as excited for this game as I am? I am indeed doing well and uh, definitely excited for the next game here. The venue has changed drastically. I think we've been here before this season. Tin Can Alley, the recycling plant of the backyard world here. So um, it's played on blacktop, so very bouncy plays. There is an almost insurmountable high building in left field and then littered through shallow outfield and right field and etc. There's a whole bunch of, there's a truck, there's a recycling container, um, there are more like other boxes and bins you can bang around too, but um, I think the last time we were here, Mike, there was a high scoring game in our favor, if I remember right, so interesting to see yes. the results uh, come the second time. Uh, Michael, we are facing the Pittsburgh Pirates here, and mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about this matchup. Yes, so uh, the Pirates are sitting at, uh, I believe it's 5-7 and seven to this point in the season here. Let us go check these standings once more just to get a refresher here. So they're 5-7. and seven. They're a game behind in the National League Central. They technically have a chance of either sneaking into the wild card, which they're a little bit behind on, or if they somehow pull off the unthinkable and win out and get a lot of help from behind, the Reds and Monsters and Astros all lose as many games as they can, and the Pirates win both, they will sneak into the National League Central Division champion uh, spot and win their division. So anything can happen here. It's uh, been a crazy season so far, especially the second half, a lot of ups and downs and things in between. So all kinds of scenarios here for the uh, potential um, shakedown of what the postseason will look like here with just two games to go, a lot of possibilities, a lot of things unknown, and a lot of uh, a lot of tension in the air that can be cut with a butter knife made of plastic, if you so choose to go with that phrase. But anyway, Pirates are looking to uh, get their third win in a row here uh, against us. Randy Johnson will get the start going up against Esmeralda Hyman. Uh, let's see, for the... ERA totals here. So 5-1, Randy Johnson is his record. 1.01 earned run average. Esmeralda Hyman 2-2 with a 6-3-3 on the ERA. She will be doing the starting pitching today. The Pirates don't have a whole lot of uh, firepower as far as the offense goes, Ben. Um, But they've still been able to cobble together an almost 500 season to this point. And uh, they have a shot at the playoffs. So I'm curious to see how they use their... uh, field tactics being at home here and how they use that to their advantage and uh, how they'll stack up against our Hornets here. One note for you that is not in the game notes and for all of you listening at home, Ronnie Dobbs showed up to the field today feeling pretty decent, so he is the third pitcher in the rotation if they need him. He is in a backup role, primarily as a reliever slash closer, so we will keep an eye on that and see how he is doing uh, for those things here as the game goes on if they need him. So just keep an eye out for that as the game progresses, but everything else holds the same. Any questions from you, Ben, before we uh, get into the lineups here and start this game? That pretty much straightens it out. Uh, Eight ways to Sunday and ready to do the lineups. If I read this right, um, I'll lead it off with the Hornets and you can take it away with the Pirates after. Okay, sounds good. Sweet deal. Alrighty, so starting your lineups here for this 13th game of the regular season, Red Hornets versus Pittsburgh Pirates. 
Starting first in uh, shortstop is Reese Worthington. Uh, batting second in left field is Pete Wheeler. Batting third in third base is Chipper Jones. Batting fourth on the first base is Jose Canseco. Batting fifth, the blur, Kenny Lofton, manning center field. Batting sixth on the pitching mound today is Randy Johnson, the true steady Eddie. Batting seventh in the catching position is Tony Del Vecchio. Batting eighth, Sally Dobbs playing right field. And batting ninth, the... Um, ooh, we have two pitching positions here. I think somebody's got to change. Oh, I think I, he... I... I think he's in him over at second, sure. second base. I'm second sorry base. about oh, that. That's fine. Let's go rectify that right quick. No big deal. Uh, game notes are updated. So on second base then, uh, rounding out the order, Ronnie Dobbs. Um, revisions aside here, uh, Michael, take it away with the Pittsburgh Pirates playing home. Alrighty. So leading it off and uh, playing second base today is uh, Tina Harara. Batting second and over in right field is Liz Kinghorn. Batting third and behind the plate today is the uh, perennial all-star Jason Kendall. Batting fourth and over in center is Michiko Adachi. Batting fifth and over in left field today is Billie Jean Blackwood. In the sixth slot over at first base is Barrett Greenwald. Batting seventh and at shortstop is Vic Soufflé. In the eighth spot over at the hot corner at third is Rosanna Phelps. And batting ninth doing the pitching this afternoon is Esmeralda Hyman. Those are your lineups and news and notes for the game here today. Let's get into it here. Live from Tin Can Alley, game number 13, Hornets at Pirates. Let's play some baseball. Right-hander Hyman going up against Worthington. 347 average for the year. Moves a little closer to the plate, and here we go. Pitch number one. He is inside for ball one, and we are underway. A lot of balls stay in this park because, as you mentioned, Ben, the high walls everywhere, especially left field. Swung on and fisted off toward first base. First baseman dives, picks it up, waltzes to the bag, and steps on it for out number one. Good statement so by the Pirates to defend their home asphalt turf. Uh, Worthington, nonetheless, uh, doesn't have too many uh, stats in his leg category, but still... Um, as Worthington pops us to shallow center and uh, the catcher dives, misses. Worthington will just stay smugly on first and uh, that will get the Hornets on base at least. One out to play with and Chipper Jones at the plate now. But uh, yeah, so good initial statement and then they kind of accidentally flubbed on the catch there. You'd think they'd be used to that truck permanently parked there with the dry rotted tires uh, since they've been playing on this field for the entire season. Uh, Steerike one called as Jones digs his foot into the cement, the asphalt here, and uh, caps one towards the pitcher. This will get down, and oh, Wheeler tries to steal oh, second. Wow. They throw to first. Chipper Jones will not beat oh, the throw, wow. and it is a double a play. play. Excellent work by the Pirates to hold the Hornets off. Now we are into the bottom of the first inning. So just a note there, just backtracking a touch there, Ben. Uh, Pete Wheeler got the single there. Worthington had ground out the play previous, but um, just a bit of a housekeeping item there. But aside from that, a double play for the Pirates as they get out of the inning unscathed despite committing three errors, but no damage done. Uh, so Hornets will have an interesting uh, bit of uh, offense to contend with at some point later in the game. Uh, Pirates will have something up their sleeve for sure, but Randy Johnson on the mound. 0-2 count to Tina Herrera. So as mentioned before, Ben, this Pirates team does not have a whole lot of offensive prowess. 
but we will see what kind of uh, game they can put together here. As Harara takes called strike three on a changeup, not Johnson's usual punch-out pitch, but he gets the job none done nonetheless. So this Kinghorn digs in, swinging a miss here, trying to pull the ball to left field. Johnson feeling pretty confident. He suffered the only loss for this team uh, earlier against... Uh, that game was against the Twins, Ben, was it not? Or no, it was the Diamondbacks, excuse me. Yeah, the D-backs, yep. <laughs> suffered against his former team. But that's the only loss. He still has a sparkling 1.01 earn run average. And he and Sally Dobbs trade blow for blow as far as strikeouts go uh, for the team lead and potentially even the league lead. We'll have to check those stats here after the game. But now quickly two strikeouts in a row, and Jason Kendall at the plate. Swung on and golfs this one foul, strike one. So Ben, what's your what's your over-under on the broken window amount for today? What would you say? So for today, I'm expecting at least two, um, and I say that's pretty much the average across the board here. Um, we'll see, though. There's a lot of glass around here, and uh, we may end up hitting a, a little more pain, so to speak, <laughs> yes. of, uh, of, of glass since uh, Jason Kendall uh, gets himself swinging and he goes down. We are down through the first inning now. Jose Canseco uh, has a definite bat to his name and is at the plate with the Devil's Average, 666 on fire here. Caps one. This is a high bouncer in front of the plate. It'll get up, it'll get down, and Canseco will definitely beat the throw to first single stand-up single for Mr. Conseco so well played there not his usual fare but again this field neither is this field so yeah take it or leave it all right so a chopper single for um Conseco there runner aboard for Kenny Lofton swung on and this is hit high in the air to left of center field center fielder over to get it and is going to have to field this one deflected off of the aluminum truck Conseco is dashing towards second and he will be safe so you play the field the way it's presented and a good job there by Kenny shooting that ball bouncing it off the truck and making the fielder have to wait for that sucker to come down two aboard nobody out here for Randy Johnson an interesting spot to be in uh, not okay speed at first at second great speed at first and not so great speed at the plate so we'll see how Johnson tries to finagle this here maybe getting a Ground ball past the uh, left side would be most preferable, but we'll see what he does. This is chopped towards short on a bouncing roll, fielded by the shortstop, throws to third, out there, throws to first, but doesn't get very far. So now force out at third, I should say, but uh, runners uh, at first and second for Tony Del Vecchio. So not a double play there, Ben, but uh, no damage done against the Hornets, or I should say against the Pirates either. No double play so far. One out, two on. No score here, top of the second. Esmeralda Hyman got out of that first inning rather sp spiffily with that double play turned by the defense. And quickly ahead of one, two on Del Vecchio. The pitch is just inside for ball one. So Ben, are you expecting a low scoring game today or a high scoring game today? I don't know what to expect. Um, I was kind of expecting the can of worms to be opened earlier uh, in the inning. Great out at third, throws a oh, second no. double play. There it is. Oh, no. Two up, two, two down. Two in a row. And Johnson sulks back to the dugout here as Michiko Adachi 
strolls to the plate here. Still 0-0. Bottom of second inning here. Yeah, um, so, I was expecting a high-scoring game, but uh, apparently the facts, at least in the first third of the game, prove otherwise. This one bunted towards Randy Johnson, scoops up, considers life, fires to first, and easy out by Conseco. <laughs> Indeed. Billie Jean Blackwood, playing left field now. Luxurious red hair flowing out of that ball cap there. Johnson winds, fires, and she will take a crack at this one. Straight to the pitcher, Johnson bounces off his glove. He fires to first base with not a moment to spare. Conseco with a second out here on Barrett Greenwald. Facing the cannon arm of Randy Johnson. Two up, two very quickly down for the Pirates. Slow ball inside, called ball one. So good uh, heads up reactionary defense there by Johnson to get that out at first from Billie Jean Blackwood. As there are two down, as you said here, nobody on. Greenwald chops this one toward third, fielded by Chipper Jones. He throws across the diamond. Conseco waits for it and got it. So three up, three down. Perfectly placid scoreboard through two innings, no score. We go to the top of the third. Sally Dobbs leading it off. And Esmeralda Hyman back to work. So far, so good for her as this ball is fisted between the pitcher and second baseman. Dobbs sprinting to first and beats the throw. So she's got some legs on her there. Good job there. As Ronnie Dobbs now at the plate. Feeling decent in the hitting category, so we'll see what he does with that. Hyman pipes a fastball in there for strike one. Well placed. Excellent placement. Couldn't do it any better. A happy little fastball for a strike in that corner. <laughs> As this ball is smashed to deep center field, getting up and skips up to the top of the truck. Dove's Sally, that is, uh, hustling around second, going to third, and it'll be a ground rule double for Ronnie. boy. That's a way to come out of a mostly season slump. <laughs> we can create a stat just for that poor guy. Yup, Absolutely. So a nice uh, piece of hitting there as he just got that ball to get top spun off the, to the top of the truck there for a ground rule double. As now Reese Worthington at the plate, swings and he pops this one up. Kendall going over to get it. And goes off of his noggin, he mistimed his jump and the bases are loaded with nowhere to put him. No outs, bags full. And Pete Wheeler at the plate, so a not great spot for Hyman and the Pirates to be in right now. Bases loaded, nobody out. Worthington up, and guess who on deck? Strike one called. The man, the myth, the legend, Chipper Jones, who uh, had an underwhelming performance last at bat. We'll see if he gets on base here, what he can do with it. Wheeler swings, and this one this will one just Slowly in front of the plate. Pitcher, catcher, Kendall gets it, throws the third, safe there, safe at home, run scores, nobody out, bases are still loaded, 1-0 Hornets. That was a perfectly placed ball, that works just as well as a bunt. Uh, Chipper Jones actually up, excuse me, Conseco on deck, but still nobody out, and damage still to be done here. The pitch to Jones is swung on, and this is hit toward left field. Billie Jean Blackwood will just watch that ball rattle off into the corner. Wheeler rounding second, going to third. And I don't know why she wasn't going for the ball, but one run scores. Another run is looking to come in. The throw goes to second. He will be out there, but a base is clearing. Single turned into force play at second. It is 4-0 Hornets, and this can of worms is busted wide open. Strike one to Canseco with nobody aboard. 
And had, so the hornet's doing damage. I had a feeling that was going to happen. Uh, just didn't expect it so, quote, late in the game here. Canseco with a towering foul ball and a chance of some broken glass. Yes, indeed. Broken glass, indeed. And that is uh, number one on the day. And, uh, Ben, what is our current uh, total now with that busted window? We're up to 33 for the regular season as Conseco swangs through strike three. Definitely underperforming this game. Ushering in Kenny Lofton, no one to play with, but uh, with legs like his, you really don't need anyone on base now, do you? This one is absolutely tagged back up the middle past the leaping glove of the pitcher, and Kenny Lofton is safe at first base. That ball had some sauce on it, my friend. Wow. So a sharp single for Lofton as Randy Johnson is now back to the plate. Uh, one for one with a single today. And swinging a miss strike one there. Runner aboard, two out, four nothing Hornets as they put up four runs here in this inning so far. We'll see what the Pirates can do as this one is lofted high to right field. Right fielder coming over to get it. Lofton will round second. The ball is caught. The inning is over, half inning at least. 4 nothing Hornets as they get four runs in that inning. So Vic Souffle now back at the plate. Or to the plate, I should say. His maiden voyage to the uh, pizza dish, which is not actually a pizza dish. It's just chalk. It used to be. A couple games ago, it was a pizza dish. A couple games ago, it was a pizza dish. You are correct. Played at... Um, Cement Gardens, and there's oh. always a Nick's Pizza Parlor for home plate. That was the high scoring. I thought it was a here. Okay, misspoke earlier. No problem. That's all right. This one is chopped uh, lazily in front of the plate. Delvecchio over to get it. Throws to first. And out number one. Well done. So Rosanna Phelps now waltzing to the plate here. Nobody on. One away. Johnson rather efficient so far today despite knowing that the Pirates have a couple of special offensive plays in their arsenal if they choose to use them here, but they got to get in position to do so. They're down 4 nothing. We need to get on that here sooner than later. Johnson looking to absolutely pound a fastball here. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on a missed strike three. Strikeout number four. So he started the game with three straight strikeouts. Three, three strikeouts on nine pitches to start the day. And got a bunch of ground outs for his second inning work. And he has one strikeout and one ground out for this inning. So a little bit of everything here. But still no score and nobody has reached base for Pittsburgh. Here's Morello Hyman. Pitcher versus pitcher here. Swan and missed strike two. Johnson looking to finish this inning off in style. The 0-2 swung on and chopped kind of toward first, and Johnson fields it, and will flip to Conseco, and there's out number three. <clears throat> so that's the end of the inning. Scoreless through three are the Pirates. The Hornets enjoy a 4-0 lead. We go to the top of the fourth. And Tony Delvecchio leads it off 0-1. Ball one inside. Hyman, 27 pitches, one strikeout, no walks, four runs so far. 
And as we roll are... into the uh, top of the fourth inning, I'll take a moment here to recognize. Um, thank you guys so much for listening in on any platform you choose. Uh, we are on Square or on Squarespace. Ha! We're on Spotify, Red Circle, uh, Pandora, Apple iTunes. Um, we're on Google Podcasts, etc. So uh, thanks for for dropping by and listening. And if you like what you hear or have some feedback, don't hesitate to reach out. Leave a review, or uh, you can even email. ThrowbackSportsProductions at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns as well. So thanks, Red Circle, for having us in the fam. And uh, happy, happy to do this. We're happy to be here. And this is fun, fun times. Uh, Sally Dobbs takes strike one inside and another one incoming as Hyman paints the inside corner for strike two. Indeed, yes. Go ahead and uh, continue listening on Red Circle. You can go to the main page to find out all the platforms that we're on here and uh, enjoy us, like Ben said, there on any of your favorite podcast providers. As this ball is slapped hard into right field, Fielder throws to second, and Delvecchio is out by a step, but a good play there by the right fielder. So now one away, and uh, Sally on first. Her brother Ronnie now up. Last time he was up, he whacked a double to center field on top of the truck uh, trailer there. So we'll see what he does here. Feeling good in the hitting category. One ball, no strikes. The pitch from Hyman. He is in there for strike one. Trying to get out of this inning without any damage whatsoever. <clears throat> the pitch once again to Dobbs. He is swung on and this is chopped toward third. Third baseman fields it. Throws to second. Safe throw to first. No throw. So the throw was a bit high and... Uh, Dobbs is able to get there in time. Sally Dobbs, that is. So two for two is Ronnie. How about that? A double, a single. And feeling pretty good. As uh, Worthington here dribbles this one toward... Oh, what a play there. Out at second, out at third, safe at second. So a great play there by the first baseman, Greenwald, as that ball was absolutely whirled over to third. Got the out there, but uh, Dobbs safe at second. There's Ronnie. So here's Pete Wheeler with uh, Worthington on first, Dobbs at second. Swung on fouled, strike one. Hyman approaching 40 pitches for the day. Trying to get out of this inning with a zero. Get back on track. Give her team a chance. This one is popped up towards short. Shortstop over to get it. Makes the catch, and that ends the inning. So no runs. We go to the bottom of the fourth, Tina Herrera, leading it off against Randy Johnson, who is cool as a dang near seven-foot-tall cucumber. Swaying him his first strike one. Just itching to use that fastball again here. So a very smooth inning so far, and smooth game, rather, I should say, for Johnson. No stress, no nothing. Swing and a miss from Herrera, strike two. Knowing that that fastball is working, knowing that he's got his defense behind him. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and chopped toward third. This will be a tough play. Jones over to get it. Throws. Oh, he tried to throw it first and could not get it there. So that is going to be a base hit for Harara. The perfect game no-hitter is gone. But the uh, shutout still intact. Runner aboard. And what could we have here with Liz Kinghorn at the plate? Pitch is just inside for ball one. It's kind of strange, but the outfield doesn't need to play deep because it's such an enclosed field 
you just take four or five steps and you're right where you need to be. So no need for the outfield to play deep here, Ben. Infield at normal depth. Do they have a special offensive play here? They the one might. One. It's uh, only time will tell, as uh, Wrench Wilder says from the Angels in the Outfield video. And we reference multiple times during any season of baseball, because why not? We're big fans. Uh, speaking of fan, uh, swinging hard, and you think she was attached to a propeller. Loose Kinghorn, three up, three down, and uh, she'll be walking to the dugout here. Jason Kendall now at the plate, uh, 350 average, 0 for 1 today in the catching spot. Normally defends behind the plate as Randy Johnson dishes one out to his catcher. And he'll get him swinging for strike one. One on, one out, one strike. One man, one myth, one legend. Let's see if he can do something here. Johnson winds, fires. Goes to the opposite corner here, upper left, and will get him oh. swinging. There's your special play, Mike. It's an undergrounder. No, heaven knows what's going to pop up. Directly next to Kenny Lofton, he will try to field it next to that Mo Aluminum can. And, oh, just did not beat the runner to second. They're going to try to rally it towards home. And now the third baseman and the home plate player are stuck in a rundown here. They're trying to get the runner tag and gets her on a dive. Well played. Way wow. to bleed him out there. <laughs> we are two outs through now. Uh, bottom of the fourth inning. And uh, Michiko Adachi, if I pronounced that right, is at the you plate did, yes. with runner at second base, Mike. Absolutely. This ball is absolutely crushed to right field. Look out. Way back. Way back. And it is still in play. As it comes crashing on top of the newspaper's bin. And Sally Dobbs tried to field it. Fires over toward the pitcher. And the runner's going to try and go to second. As there is a comedy of errors in the infield. Delvecchio throws to second. Dobbs can't make the play. The run scores and it's 4-1. to one. Oh boy. That ball was absolutely smashed to right field. I thought I had a chance to clear the building there, Ben, but not quite. As Billie Jean Blackwood at the plate runner at second. One run in, two away. So they got that one runner aboard and uh, all chaos breaks loose as a result. Johnson trying to recollect himself here. The pitch to Blackwood, swung on and dribbled uh, weakly in front of the mound. Fields throws to first. There's the out, but a run scores. No errors for the Hornets, but uh, a run scores from a series of unfortunate events. And it is four to one here. We go to the top of the fifth. Chipper Jones bats with the bases empty, grounds this one right back to the pitcher, throws to first, and there's out number one. Easy as pie there. Didn't even get halfway down the 90-foot 90, 90 line, and he was did gone. Not. not at all. So here's Conseco. As he lifts this one into right field, shoots it the opposite way. Right fielder coming over to get it and makes the catch. Nice play. Running that ball down. Very quickly, two outs here for Kenny Lofton. Two for two today with a pair of base hits. No chance to steal any bases yet, but he's hoping to rectify that at some point. Four-one now. Hornets lead. Pirates still have a chance to get back into this thing. We'll see what happens as this ball is popped up high to left of center field, and shortstop comes over to get it and makes the catch. So three outs and no runs scored. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Barrett Greenwald leading off. Johnson back to work. The pitch from Greenwald is swung on and missed strike one. 
So 4-1 to one game here, Ben. Pirates down 3, but if they get anybody on base, they may have a chance to do more. Do you like their chances here? Um, still not as desirable as I would have preferred, especially since we're deep into the fifth inning. Um, but the Pirates are learning. They're pushing back. Um, the venue, definitely, they are no stranger to as a Greenwald swing through strike three out one. Vic Souffle now at the plate with nobody on. One out. Um, but they're learning, they're adapting, and uh, they're trying to push back against the Hornets. We'll see what that means here as the game unfolds and actually looks like it might be coming to a close, but I won't call anything until it's ended here. Johnson winds, fires, and this will paint the upper left corner just outside for ball one. One and one the count. They've got to make some good tracks, Mike, if they want to catch up to the Hornets, let alone overtake them. Yep. Absolutely. Not going to be an easy task here for the Pirates, but they are seemingly ready to at least uh, attempt here as Johnson ahead in the count now 1-2. and two. The 41st pitch from him to Vic Souffle. Swung on and missed. He struck him out another fastball. Johnson's turning on the dominator switch. Strikeout number 7 as Rosanna Phelps now at the plate. Seeing her compadre go down in a heap. Um, seems a little bit uh, trepidatious here, but standing in nonetheless. No balls, one strike from Johnson, the pitch. Swung on and grounded high toward third base. Chipper Jones fields it, throws to first across the diamond, and a good play there. So three up, three down. We go to the top of the sixth. Randy Johnson leads it off, followed by Del Vecchio, and then Sally Dobbs. I was amazed Chipper Jones... Hyman with the exception... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say, too, I was surprised Chipper Jones didn't smack Randy Johnson in the face with the way he threw that ball, especially he was throwing yeah. into oncoming traffic, too. <laughs> well done. Yes, he was. Absolutely he was. This one is uh, swung on, lifted toward left field. Uh, Billie Jean Blackwood runs over and makes a gangly play at the ball and catches it, so out number one there. Uh, excuse me, Tony Delvecchio now at the plate. Uh... But yeah, Ben, I was going to say, except for that third inning there, Hyman has pitched wonderfully this afternoon. I am very impressed with what we've seen so far here from the starter for the Pirates. Um, still down three runs and trying to keep the Hornets from tacking on any more. But uh, not a bad start overall, just that rough inning in the third has been the difference in this game. 10-4, yeah. No, they definitely uh, were caught off guard and recovered very well, um, scoring at least in one run since the snafu here. Uh, Fielder's Choice out at second. Tony Del Vecchio did not see that coming as Sally Dobbs finds himself shocked but safe at first. Ronnie Dobbs now will step to the plate with two away and one on. We're in the top of the sixth inning here. Hornets lead at 4-1 over the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he will look at ball one to dribble into the catcher's glove here. Esmeralda holding on here, 48 pitches through the game here. One strike out to her name so far, and Dobbs will whack this one. This one lofted into shallow infield territory. Both runners hit each other. Edwards and Williamson collide. <laughs> the catch is blown. <laughs> Dobbs safe at first. We've got uh, Dobbs safe at second. <laughs> And Worthington at the plate. Still two away. Inside ball one, Mike. Yep. Worthington uh, at the plate now after that uh, miscommunication there in the infield between the uh, 
pitcher and uh, the infielder there. Worthington trying to extend this inning somehow. They play him deep. This is chopped toward the hole at short. Fields throws the second and out number three. So Pirates get out of it. Gave up a few hits and a couple errors, but Esmeralda Hyman, pitcher versus pitcher, will lead it off here. Pirates need three to tie and four to walk it off. Let's see what happens here. Johnson puts a changeup in there for strike one. You can tell there is no fear in his eyes. There is anger and determination. One <laughs> has popped up over toward Worthington. He will let it bounce on the hop, throw to first. Bouncing one way, and Hyman is safe. So, a leadoff single there for Esmeralda Hyman. As there's one aboard for Tina Herrera, one for two with a base hit. Swing and a miss, strike one. A little late on that pitch. Looking to pull the ball here. Infield and outfield still at normal depth. No trepidation yet. Swing and a miss, strike two. Johnson's trying his best to uh, keep that ball away from the inside half of the plate there with Herrera trying to pull the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Couldn't catch up to that fastball. Not very many people do. Strike at number 8 for Johnson. Runner aboard at first still. And Liz Kinghorn now at the plate, one away. Trying to get something going here. Swing and a miss, strike one. They seem to be late on all their swings here, Ben, and I'm not quite sure why. Can't seem to quite square them up. Yeah, and it's not like Johnson dishing out some terribly crazy pitches. Just like, he's sticking to the textbook basics, just plays in them very, very well. He's had a whole season mm -hmm. to get used to this, um, and it shows especially... Uh, with his eight strikeouts through the game, Mike, as you said. And I believe the uh, the pitching gulf here is one of the defining factors of this game. Um, the other one, obviously, the uh, little slip-up in the roughly halfway point of this game here where the Hornets got away with four runs at a crack here. Jason Kendall now will look at strike one as it's on the outside corner. Two away, one on. Um, he has a chance to maybe tie it if his bat is strong enough or get on base if his wit is strong enough. He will cap this one. Lasered foul. Chance for broken glass. Look out. No broken glass, but uh, a sharp foul ball to there here. Kendall trying to keep this game alive. Johnson trying to shut the door. The 0-2. Oh, called strike three on the outside. Passion with a fastball. And Johnson, 54 pitches, nine strikeouts, no walks, one run earned, and the Hornets down the Pirates 4-1. to one. And what ended up being a closer game than we might have thought. But the Hornets with a four spot in the third inning, it's all they needed. Hyman goes the distance for the Pirates. Props to her for doing so, but could not outpower Johnson and the Hornets there as they walk away with their 12th win of the year, Ben, and they are one game away from finishing up the season here as we take a look around the league, but first and foremost, your thoughts on what we just saw here today. Yeah, it was an interesting turn of events here as uh, we've seen the Hornets definitely uh, blew the can off the little worms and then the Pittsburgh Pirates shut it back down and uh, pushed back immediately in the fourth inning here, uh, but uh, we're unable to turn that momentum back towards its source here. And uh, the Hornets got away with 4-1 win here. Johnson takes the win here. Hyman will take the loss. Falls to 5-8. and eight. 
But uh, yeah, interesting play. Nice, um, steady hand at the pitcher's mound. And um, I think we're ready to rock and roll for uh, showing the stats around the league and getting caught up on all the other backyard events here that's just happened during the game. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Ben. That's your recap of uh, the game we just saw for the game that was. Uh, continuing around the league here, uh, Colorado Rockies and Super Duper Fishes. The Fishes, in an offensive onslaught, win 12-7 at home. Chucky Flinder and the Fishes... Uh, Flinder gets the win. Fishes go to eight and five. Kimi Ekman and the Pirates, excuse me, Kimi Ekman and the Rockies will take the loss. They fall to four and nine. Next one over, uh, Junior Wombats and Florida Marlins. Wombats do with it's it's a it's a war of threes here. Three runs in the first for the Wombats, three in the fourth for the Marlins, and three in the sixth for the Wombats as they triumph six to three. Wing Quan gets the win. The Wombats have their second win of the year, Ben. They go to 2 and 11. Debbie Nagasawa and the Marlins will take the loss. They fall to 6 and 7. On to the Reds and Anaheim Angels. A, the Reds, a valiant comeback effort, falls one run short as they lose 5 to 4 on the road. Uh, Angels win. Uh, Betty Houston picks up the victory there. They go to 7 and 6. The Reds fall below 500. They dip down to 6 and 7. Olga Tollefson takes the loss. Second line down here, uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays and Crazy Bombers. Bombers win it. Excuse me, Bombers win it six to three. There, uh, Billy Mendelson takes the win. They go to six and seven. Angela Del Vecchio and the Rays fall to seven and six on the year. So a hot start for them, but they have cooled off mightily this second half of the season. Kansas City Royals in a close affair with the Montreal Expos, but the Expos get the better of them, winning 8-7, coming off of their loss to the uh, to us, to the Hornets, last game 2-1, bouncing back with an 8-7 victory in regulation there. Holly Franklin gets the win, Expos go to 8-5, uh, Con takes the loss for the Royals, they fall to 6-7. Minnesota Twins and Blue Melonheads, Melonheads squeak out a win, walking it off in the bottom of the 7th with two runs, and they get the victory 5-4. to four. Uh, Melonheads are just blowing their uh, their uh, competition away. They are 10-3. and Double-digit wins for them now on the season with one game to go. Brenda Markhart with the win there. Keisha Phillips and the Twins will take the loss. They fall to 5-8. and eight. Uh, Houston and the Rangers battling it out. So it's the war for Texas. Uh, Houston Astros come on top here, winning 8-5 to five with a big help from six runs in the fourth inning. Uh, Astros, Wendy Parsons gets the win. They go to 7-6. and six. The Rangers, Pudge Rodriguez takes the loss. They fall to 2-11 and 11 there. Final line down. We'll start with San Francisco Giants and Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays pull it off, getting three runs in the bottom of the sixth and walking it off. Nate Kowalski and the Blue Jays get the win. They go to 8-5. and five. Maya Woodruff and the Giants will take the loss. Giants dip down to 8-5 and five as well. Phillies and Indians there. Cleveland gets the win. We're putting up five in the fifth and walking away with a 7-3 victory. Don Cozart picks up the win for the Tribe. They go to six and, or seven and six, excuse me. And uh, Jocinda Smith takes the loss for the Phillies. They fall to seven and six as well. Seattle Mariners, what was once a promising start to the year, they slip further and further away from a playoff spot, taking a tough luck loss in extra innings at home against the Monsters. Tiffany Bosworth gets the win. They win 8-5, and the Monsters go to 7-6. The Mariners' Ryan Vanderhoek takes the loss. They fall to 5-8. That's a tough one there. And then rounding it out here, Diamondbacks and Orioles. The Orioles win in a very close, hotly contested affair. 
two to one your final on the road. Todd Xavier gets the win. Orioles go to five and eight. Amanda Hellerman takes the loss. Diamondbacks fall to eight and five, but they're still in decent shape for the playoffs. Speaking of that, we should take a look around the league and see how things are going here. So, in the wild card race, the Blue Jays lead by a game over the Angels and Devil Rays, two over the Royals. Um, so they are guaranteed. Uh, they are guaranteed a. Uh, so the first three teams are still in the race. The Royals are mathematically bounced out of the wild card race, but they may have a shot at their division. Mariners and Twins are out of it as well. National League wild card race: Diamondbacks in a dead heat tie with the Expos. Astros and Phillies one game behind apiece, and the Bombers and Reds two games back there. Giants and Diamondbacks tied for the National League West with a two-game lead over the Bombers. So it'll be between those two teams with a game to go to see who do, who wins the West. Monsters tied with the Astros, with the Reds one game back. It'll be among those three teams there. Melonheads clinch a playoff spot. They win their division in the NL East, 10-3 uh, so far with a game to go. They have a two-game lead, but they are guaranteed the division there with their two-game lead over the Expos. Expos looking to win a wildcard spot. Hornets as well. Us at 12-1, we've wrapped up the... Uh, division handily and uh, currently have the top seed. We'll see how things shake out the rest of the way. Indians lead by a game over the Royals in the AL Central. Uh, Twins are fighting for a wild card spot. And then the Fishes and Jays are tied for first in the American League East with the Devil Rays a game back and the Orioles three behind. So that is your news and notes for the uh, standings around the league. One more game to go next time. It'll be game number 14, last one of the regular season. Uh, just a quick preview here. We will be at home finishing it out against the Fishes, and that will be our last regular season game. We'll do a um, season wrap-up and a postseason preview um, podcast episode before we do the uh, first game of the playoffs there. We'll preview the matchups, see how everybody stacks up against everybody else, and uh, some notes and predictions and thoughts for each of those series before we get into it. But uh, before we wrap this game up, Ben, do you have any last uh, thoughts or anything else you uh, took away from the game today? Um, I'll just recap on two points because uh, we're a little pressed for a chat. I don't know. Like, no one will kick us off ever. A little, little over, but whatever. Anyway, um, so just want to kick yeah. off and uh, say well, well played uh, both sides here. Pittsburgh Pirates definitely were caught off guard, recovered beautifully, um, eventually ended up getting the loss, but uh, definitely answered the call uh, when the Hornets bit, uh, they bit back. Um, so a good scrappy game between the two. And um, let's see. Oh, yeah. One of the other defining factors, I guess, uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates, if they want to continue in this uh, this series here, um, they've got to make sure to find out what they can do a little better on the mound. Um, big props to Esmeralda here for sticking it out. Um, she was pretty solid, but uh, the Pirates definitely need more power coming from that mound if they want a chance um, at the playoffs there. So we'll see how that shakes out come the final game on uh, number 14 next week. Uh, but uh, for now, that is all I have, Mike. I'll hand it over to you to close her out. All right. Thank you, Ben. That wraps things up quite nicely here. Uh, for my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz from uh, all of us here in the booth and from everyone here at Throwback Sports Productions, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, this is Michael Schultz saying so long. Have a great rest of your weekend there. Uh, if you're in any places that got snow, be careful out there. Roads could be slick, so just be careful driving. Stay warm. And uh, hopefully spring uh, 
finally gets to be sprung here sooner than later. Uh, we'll be in the month of March next time we do a broadcast here, so happy about that and looking forward to some warmer temperatures in the real world. Aside from that, have a good rest of your weekend, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>